And a lot of times you won't even realize you're wasting your time until you've wasted a shitload of time, which is that much more frustrating. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Tori Mathis, and I'm here with the one and only Sean Mathis, founder of Miles Through Time Automotive Museum. What's going on, guys? And you know, we've both been in business for a really long time. And one thing about having a small business, especially if you're a solopreneur or a service-based business where you're the one actually doing the work, one of the, the worst things for your business is wasting time. Sean, do you agree? Absolutely. And it's super easy to wind up wasting your time. And a lot of times you won't even realize you're wasting your time until you've wasted a shitload of time, which is that much more frustrating. I hate when I get to the end of the day and I feel like I was busy. I was doing things all day, but I got nothing done. And you know, you put a couple of those days in a row and you're not moving towards your goals. You're not making more money. You're not doing the things that are important to get your business to grow. Um, you're just being busy and nobody, nobody wants that. Yeah, and I mean, it really depends on what it is that you actually need to do. Because when, when, when you're self-employed and like you've, you're the one that's got certain things to do and if you don't do them, nobody else has, you know, is going to be able to do them. You, you combine that with all the other distractions that may be there, uh, whether it's just checking social media, uh, which has nothing, you know, may or may not have anything to do with your business to things that like really are important to your business, like checking your email. Uh, just doing that could wind up wasting your entire day like like tori she you can only check your email so often because otherwise you never leave your email your whole day turns into email it could very easily yes. which in in retrospect like with our business we try to avoid phone calls because that'll waste our time because just just like your email you can get stuck in email all day i mean just as easily get stuck on the phone all day long and when that happens I mean, it, it, it literally turns into a waste of the day because I mean, what, what are we getting done other than taking notes off of whatever the phone call is about, which then we have to then do something with. And, you know, and, and a lot of times nobody wants to pick my brain, but they all want to pick your brain and, and get nowhere from it. And it's that I mean, that's super frustrating. One thing that allowed me to do a lot more just in general and, and kind of take our business to different levels was to stop taking phone calls. Like I, I will not answer my phone because man, I, I love being chatty too, but during my work day, like I am not like on somebody else's dollar where I can just sit there and you know do that what water cooler banter. Like I have a lot of things to do. I have a lot of people's projects that I'm working on. I have our own projects that I'm working on. And if I get chatty on a couple of phone calls, not only does it stop my momentum, but it also just, it's not moving me forward. And like, I don't want to be a jerk and I, you know, I want to be friendly or whatever. Um, but for me, like the best thing to do was to not take phone calls. And so if somebody wants to get me on the phone, they need to schedule it with me. And a lot of times, like even for, you know, having you schedule them for me, that saves me even more time. Um, that way, because sometimes they don't really need to talk to me is the thing. A lot of times these phone calls are things that could really easily either be handled by you right. or be handled by a text or an email. 
like like I said, I, I want to be friendly. I want to be nice. I love like the relationship that I have with clients, but I really can't be on the phone all day with them being chatty. Um, you know, if if I want to get ahead of my business. Well, and there's a time and a place for phone calls. There's a time and a place for video calls. Uh, there's a time for emails. But like they're not always interchangeable. Like you, we've gotten. <laughs> I personally have gotten emails that will say, "Hey, I need to schedule a phone call or something to go over some changes." And to me, I'm like, "You sent me the email. <laughs> what are the changes?" Like at the time I opened that email, I could have done it then, but now I've got to figure out. Well, like, is it? Now, now is it something that I can do or is it something I've got to get Tori involved? I've got to schedule the time. Our schedules have to match up so that both sides of the party can come. Uh, and then that goes back and forth on, okay, well, I'm available Wednesday at 11. And they're like, well, I'm only available t- Tuesday at, at 2. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I'm not available on that time. And it goes back when really, like, tell me what you need. If I can take care of it via email and get it done, we're done. If I can't, then we can go from there. Okay, but see, there are phone calls that have to be taken. For example, miles through time calls have to be taken, and they have to be taken pretty much right now by you because of the connections that you have and because of the answers that you're giving people. So no matter what, you know, you're able to jump on the phone and um, you know, take see, the calls that are necessary. And, and I guess it, it really does depend on how your business is set up. Like. For ours with Lake Shark Media and everything that we do regarding you know, Smart AF and Tori Mathis and all that, phone calls are not what we want to do. But on the flip side, miles through time, like a lot of people, like I'm on and off the phone within minutes because especially right now during all this COVID, they just want to know if I'm open. It, it, it doesn't make sense for them to send an email and then wait. Because the other thing too is there's not that, like I may be really responsive on the email, and I know I'm more responsive than most people, especially when they come back and they're like, wow, you know, they, thanks for answering my questions so quickly. But I don't think it's that common. So when all they want to know is, hey, are you open? A quick phone call is definitely the, the right direction to go. Well, that's the difference, though, between like a service-based business also that like I'm very project-based and I'm not doing a lot of little projects, but a lot of big projects where I need to be able to sit down for hours at a time without being interrupted Otherwise, like having to restart and like get back to where I was, it's just, it it definitely does not work. I think if you do have a business that you do need to take phone calls, I think one thing you can think of though is like, does it need to be you that takes the calls? Because you at first, when you opened back up into the new location at Miles Through Time, you actually have people that are taking the tickets and, and getting people into the museum. And they did take the Miles Through Time phone calls for a little while, but they were not the right people to be answering the phone. So you found that you had to, you right, like for right now, it, it needs to be you, right? Yeah, and I didn't even know if they were answering the phone calls. Uh, so no, it, it was it was not the, the answer at the time. And, and I, it's not like I get a whole lot of email or phone calls. Um, so it's really not that big of a deal and I get used to it. But it also, it's, it's like me going, physically going to the museum. It, it's completely different different for visitors when I don't know when I when I'm there versus when nobody's there and I think it's the same on the the phone because a lot of other than you know outside the are you open 
chances are I'm the only one that's going to be able to answer the other questions that they have. So until I have somebody that's like on board, uh, you know, with everything that's going on and and wants to take phone calls, it's going to be me. But again, I'm in no rush, so I'm perfectly okay with it. I get a lot of people for me that want to, they email me and they say, hey, let's jump on a phone call so I can talk about a project that I have coming up. And I'm like, well, I, you know, I, I do a lot of things and there are a lot of things that I've done in the past that maybe I'm not really doing right now. So I think that in that kind of case, I and unfortunately, like, I have to go back to them through email and be like, well, why don't you tell me a little bit more about what you got going on? And then we can see if we need to jump on a phone call. I just did that recently um, just to make sure that that's even because if in email I need to be like, well, I'm not the right person for that or, you know, we're not the right business for that. I can point them in the right direction without having to stop everything I'm doing, possibly jump on a phone call that would have been, um, wouldn't have really got me anywhere. Again, I, I want to be friendly, but I'm only one person. And so I think you just really have to figure out where your lines are and be able to do what's best for the business overall and not for, you know, just trying to be really friendly. And again, if like our business was larger, and we wanted to hire somebody that their job was to uh, be the gatekeeper, essentially, uh, that would be one thing because that person would stay busy just giving people fake quotes, I believe. Like, I don't even think they'd be real quotes and estimates on, on various things. because That's another thing for that's big time waster. I will not give a quote to everybody. You come in price, like... Most oh of them, gosh. I don't. I don't think they're real. I, I think, hey, I, you know, I've got, uh, I've got this business. Like it's literally this big. I, I've got this business in clothing. Can you do a website for me? Like, are you serious? Yeah, we do. What's get the a name lot of the of business? Those. What is the website like? Well, and I think there's some companies that in they have to get so many bids in order to pick the one they really want. And so I think they're just trying to get design type bids. So not doing bids and not taking a lot of phone calls, man. That, no, that, like, nobody's got time for that. No, we, we don't. We don't. <laughs> now, the, the thing is, is like all of our clients are, are connected like Kevin Bacon. Like one client knows another client through the entire chain of our client. They, they all... They, they, they've been told about Tori at some point in time and have made the decision to, to actually want to work with Tori. Uh, by no means, I mean, we don't want to go and just get a bunch of random people because some of those, like back in that episode where you talk about you purchasing a list when you first bought, right. like, not, not the road we want to go down. There are seasons in your business though. And I think knowing what season you're in, like I'm not in the season that I'm going to do, you know, $50 logos for just anybody that comes around. You know, I, I don't really want to do projects that are less than, you know, you know, I do better like working really intensively with one client getting a lot of stuff or big things set up rather than doing a lot of little things. And so for us to take on that many phone, random small phone calls and things like that, it's just not the season of our business right now. Um, And so I think knowing what season your business is in is really helpful to figuring out how you can um, use your time the best. Another one, and you know, this is you know the same type of thing. You know, jumping on a phone call is that oh my gosh, and, and it's even more the last year. Like people are like, can we jump on a Zoom? <laughs> Why does it need to be in video? 
Like, we don't get dressed on a daily basis. Like, I probably come straight from the gym yeah. to work, work however long, and then take my daughter to karate. Like, I'm not I'm not going to do my hair and stuff for that. So I don't really want to jump on a client Zoom call necessarily um, every single time when it could be a phone call or even better, it could be an email and not, you know, spend a lot of time for everybody. I know you had somebody recently um, come to you about a, a big project that they wanted to start and I could hear you talking on the phone and I almost died because they were like, why don't we jump on a, a Zoom call or why don't we have a meeting, you know, just about an hour and a half or so and we could just talk about how we're gonna get the project started. Like it's not even a for sure thing. I think that's a lot when you're a business owner you know, yes, you want to be nimble and yes, you want to be open to lots of opportunities, but you get too many of those people. How many people do we know that like they've come to talk to us about some big project they want to do and it never goes anywhere. Like people will waste your time over and over and over again. So trying to fine tune when it is an opportunity that you do, sorry, that you do want to jump on an actual phone call or, or meet them in person and have this really long meeting. Um, you got to be wary about that because your time is so important especially if you struggle with saying no you know that, that there like when we first started out there were some crazy projects especially through like going to to be and in the chamber you wind up meeting that. some people that they're like oh you do graphic design marketing all this kind of stuff can you design a board game or like all kinds of just crazy stuff that's not really in our like could we do it yes, yes. I, I would stand behind Tori's design on it, like anything. She could design anything. So could we do it? Yes. Should we? Probably not, especially because what happens, what happens is somebody's got a great idea and they have done nothing other than reach out to us to want to do everything for them. And so like there's no skin in the game. So here we are, you know, trying to bust to do all these things. And we've, I mean, we've done this. We, we've gone down that road where we've times. done a bunch of stuff that somebody's, it was somebody else's idea. We're like, great idea. Let's do it. We go and do our part. They don't do theirs. And then they're like, well, I got a lot going on right now. So I'm not going to do this now. Like seriously, like we don't have time to just play around with this stuff yeah. like w w you want to do it we're going all in like the, like miles through time like we're gonna do it we're gonna do it I, I, w there was no well, we'll think of a name and and maybe we'll kind of play around with it now it, that, that's it's a legitimate thing that's been going for four years now there, there's no playing around I, I wouldn't want to do it with you know with no intention of continuing to do it because it would wind up being a waste of time I think some of that comes with being in business longer and like you said kind of knowing like we don't want to design board games. Like that's just not the direction that we're going. So kind of being able to be in business long enough to know where you want to kind of be nimble and move into and where you know that like, let's not go there because this is the direction that we're going. Um, and again, is that the season of your business where you know, you'll do just about everything? Because in the beginning, I would have designed anything, anything. And I did, I had to design some weird ass shit. And I, in that, I learned, well, I do want to do this and man, I never want to do that. And I don't want to have that kind of client. And, you know, in talking about buying the list and things like that, when I actually advertised and had just anybody coming to me for business, 
when it was just me or even me and a, like a part-time assistant, like I can't handle the amount of proposals and phone calls and I have an idea and, you know, I'm trying to be nice to everybody and it just, it was not possible. So knowing where you are in that definitely is going to help you steer your business and get your business to grow rather than getting stuck on the phone or in meetings. Right. And, and I think a lot of uh, businesses too that they get stuck on this piecemeal thing and it really depends on where you are in your business like even if you're a pizza joint like do you want to sell individual pizzas or individual slices or do you want to have people you know buy one or two pizzas a couple drinks and breadsticks and salads like that's kind of where we are now is it's we don't want to just do your business cards it's our, our clients we're, we're doing everything for them. And so it makes it a little bit easier for that one-off person that comes to us and says, I just want a flyer, you know, especially if it's like, I just want something printed. Like we're at that point, Tori's not even designing it. Like we're not the right customer or client customer. We're not the right person for you. Right? So, I mean, it's real important as a business owner, you start to understand where it is you are in that kind of stuff because that is one of the under the radar places that you'll waste a ton of time just not doing stuff that you even want to do or you know if you're so busy you know selling that one slice of pizza at a time you're never going to get the catering job never <laughs> and that's and that and if that's what you want you want the catering job you want those you know tons of pizzas sold at one time Selling one slice at a time isn't going to do it because it's going to take all your time away from being able to do that. Oh, I can't cater that, you know, thousand pizza order because I got to sell 10 slices over here to 10 people. Well, and I think when you're selling individual small items, like you, you really have to have a team. Like you will run yourself into the ground trying to do really small stuff. And you know what? Sometimes in the beginning of business, you kind of have to do that to, you know, get that running start. But man, you can't continue to do that forever. Now, there's, there's definitely some some sort of, I don't know what it would be called, like caterpillar effect or something. Like you, you start <laughs> out, you're going to, you got to start out somewhere. At, at the very beginning, you're going to do whatever needs to be done to get your, your feet wet. Like you, you got to do something. But somewhere along the line, you're going to figure out what it is you want to do. And you're going to have to morph into that thing. There's going to be a transition point there where you're not quite there yet. But you want to be, so you've got to you've got to progress and get to that point, or you're always going to stay that tiny caterpillar, and, and and eventually you're going to stress yourself out. You're going to be miserable. You're going to quit. You don't want that. I think that's where a lot of people do end up quitting and going back to working um, for somebody else because they can't get past that, and it's, it's a hard point to get past. You know, you don't want to take on a whole bunch of, you know, inexpensive small projects or small clients because you need to be able to save time for bigger ones. I, I talked to several clients about this that do, you know, coaching and things like that. Like they can't keep taking on all the little teeny clients when they need, you know, just a couple more that are bigger clients. But making that transition, it's hard, but you can do it. Like I said, you, you do. You just have to push through until you can make it to, you know, that next part. Um, but if you don't figure this kind of stuff out and figure out how you can be more productive, I don't even want to say productive because that, make, that makes it sound like, you know, you should be busy, busy. Doing 
something stuff. specific. Like, don't yeah. just do stuff. It's not about doing stuff. It's about doing the specific things that are going to get you to break through that. And if you're always wasting time, you know, I talk about like email could waste my whole entire day. If I if I spent all my time in my email trying to respond to every single email and, and do all these things that, and I don't want to say they don't matter. It's just that like I would be better to get in my email three or four times a day and get as many things out as I can. And some days I only get in my email twice because I need that time to be able to do these bigger things. Don't do shit that doesn't need to be done. If, if, if you want to save time, stop doing that stupid shit. And you kind of got to decide what that stupid shit is. And again, season of your business, stuff that was important before might not be important now. You know, you could watch the episode about cloning yourself. And I talk a lot in there about like going over everything that you do and everything that needs to be done. And then kind of really going through that and figuring out what doesn't need to be you because once I stopped wasting my time and I it's not it has to be done so wasting sounds like a such a bad dirty word but once I stopped wasting my time doing it and Sean took it over like Sean's gonna do it just as well if not better than me because that's not where my time needs to be and once I was able to free up a lot of that stuff it was amazing that I could take on bigger projects and I could um, do bigger things and, and dream of bigger things that we could be doing rather than doing, you know, $100 logos or $500 websites or these smaller things that were great 15 years ago that just, we would die now. <laughs> we were just like chugging along trying to do those um, because it's a different season. I, I think it really comes down to what your role is in your business. I mean, what what do you want your role to be? You know, are, are you the person, do you the salesperson that's in your business? Are you the one that needs to be making the phone calls and all that kind of stuff? Or are you the, the creator? Like Tori is the creator. Are you the one that's actually making whatever it is that you're selling? Uh, because if that's your role, stay off the damn phone. Like outsource that, get somebody to do that part of your business. You cannot continue to do every aspect of your business and expect to do it for any amount of time that's going to make you successful. On the off chance you do, more power to you. Chances are you probably don't have much of a family life. You might be miserable. I'm making assumptions here based off of how I would feel. Like I, I don't want to do it all, and and you shouldn't. You shouldn't have to. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. You know, we talk about a lot of things. We're like, wow, that would be really awesome to do if we were single and didn't have kids. <laughs> because there really is. There's a difference in in what your goals are outside of your work time um, and what you actually want to do in your business and the direction you want your business to go. Yeah, there's, I mean, there, there's so many different ways to run your business that if you don't have a clear path, you're just wasting time until you peter out and we don't want anybody to peter out like you got big goals you gotta you gotta go for them and uh, wasting time is definitely not going to get you there so you can figure this out we did so there's obvious ways that time's wasted and then some of the less obvious ways are are kind of the the ones that you really need to be aware of and and the only way you can do that is to kind of sit back and and look at the whole picture and, and you know where do you fit in all this and uh, if once you do that then you'll you'll realize where you, those hidden time wasting things are that 
uh, they're going to bite you in the ass at some point. But you can do it. So if you like this episode, we would love it if you would leave a review and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks. Uh If you want to get smart tools to build your business, go to besmartal.com.